selection is called Talk About It. You know too many times people listen to the beat of the song instead of the lyrics of the song. Well, this time around, you're not gonna listen to the lyrics of the song. You gonna stop, keep the song and take it to the next, to the next, to the next level. Yeah, I will wish, 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 wish. We can get down to the ish, 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 you, know who it is, is the Emma, 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 the thing that I, 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 get away, way, way, with the ish that I say, 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 let's go, let's talk, I'ma flow, I'ma speak, I'ma scroll, I'm not a chicken, I'm a rooster, I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm supposed to, I'ma flow, I'ma speak, I'm not a chicken, I'm a rooster I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm supposed to At your bosses like me, if you know you wanna grow, say cock a doodle doo Cock a doodle doo Now you wanna come like me, you really wanna grow, say kuru doo Yo, all the too much propaganda Good for the gooses and good for the ganda Man always has a selfish agenda President, super evidence and the veranda Me, I'm a public defender I'm an editor with no footage, what shall I render? No retreat, no surrender See, I fight for my rights like veranda We have a former head of state, rap still living large Police IG, who be stealing while in charge Governors arrested for embezzlement Politicians killed cause they're relevant to just for the element Everyone's scared, nobody wanna get killed So we chill till they steal and they finish till they fail And still we lay here, just a couple hundred mil But now I'm gonna talk to the truth, just reveal I'ma speak, I'ma scroll I'm not a chicken, I'm a rooster I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm supposed to I'ma flow, I'ma speak, I'ma scroll I'm not a chicken, I'm a rooster I'm not afraid to speak, so I let it out when I'm supposed to Yeah, all my your butters like me If you really wanna crow, say cock a doodle doo Cock a doodle In the house, if you know you want to throw, say cock a little deal. Cock a little deal. Too much film tricks, politics, and illegal contracts, and the people just sit. The oil gets mined, and the crew gets refined, and the papers get signed, and we queue up in lines. One million, two million, three million, four. The senator of Bicar opened up a store. But don't say nothing, just shoot your trap jaw. Remember what happened to that news editor? But me, I'm a ghost, I'm a true, I'm a bore. I will sit still to the government galore. I say loud on CD, on stage, and on tour. My mouth doesn't just stay, people in pause. Why are we poor, governor? Don't lie, where is our money? What is your alibi? They say keep your mouth shut, Jude, or you'll die. Then my street people say we did feel you. I must flow, I must speak, I must close. Alright, good morning, Nigeria. Good morning, good souls. Good morning, Ogun State. Good morning, Abel Kuta. Good morning, Ijebu. Good morning, Ota. Good morning, E4. Good morning, Lagos. Good morning, wherever you're listening. And you're welcome to the show. This is Freshly Pressed. On Nigeria's number one radio station. Three minutes past the hour, seven o'clock, the tenth day, the month of January 2024. My name is Binga Oreshego, and yes, I'm still that man you just have to love. Freshly pressed comes on your radio every weekday, Mondays through to Friday, from seven o'clock in the morning all the way till eight. And what do we do? We review the papers, and in the course of a show, we open the phone lines for you to join in the conversation. Okay, you get to comment on any of the stories that we have for you this morning. Welcome to the show. Yes, um, <laughs> lots of stories in the news. And uh, just last week, mm-hmm, if you remember last week, Tuesday, uh, the Lagos State Governor, uh, Governor Babajide Sanwulu, he ordered the arrest of a soldier and three other motorcyclists for taking one way on the Lagos uh, Badagri Expressway. Now, reactions started flying here and there, and some of the reactions, you know, were from persons, you know, claiming to be personnel of the Nigerian army. And yes, they were seen insulting the governor, calling him all sorts. So why would you um, arrest a soldier? Why would you call a soldier useless and stuff? And now the chief of army staff... Uh, General Tauri Dabwaja said that one of the soldiers who spoke against the Legon State Governor for ordering the arrest of one of their colleagues for driving one-way in a viral video 
has been apprehended. Now, according to the story, they said that most of the people who spoke claiming to be soldiers, just one of them was actually a soldier. And now they've actually arrested him. But one thing I know is, um, as a governor in the military palace, is an equivalent of a lieutenant colonel or a colonel. So can that ordinary, you know, that soldier, you know, cast a special, speak those kind of ill words towards a colonel or a lieutenant colonel? But the general has come out to say, the chief of army staff have come out to say that, hey, it's been apprehended and uh, we should obey the laws it is against the military as a military man as a soldier you're supposed to be disciplined as much as possible in your words in your actions and right about now we have um the stars right here in the building the stars good morning to you uh, good morning Minga. the stars Listeners at home good morning to yes uh, good morning before we dive in your comments on this the chief of army staff apprehending you know the soldier that was was insulting the Lagos state governor for arresting a soldier that was caught you know flying a one way well it's a reflection of the philosophy what philosophy? of our uniformed men of our uniformed men yeah the philosophy of um, um once you're not in uniform you are insignificant Hmm. And that's why they will call you bloody civilian. <laughs> I I was once at the NDA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you said, I, so. I said that. And I know that when we were there, they, they were calling us bloody civilians. When mm. we went for the interview, um, bloody civilians, uh, you know, that's what they used to call us. And eventually, that's what they call people in the street. So it's a reflection of their uh, principle or their philosophy. Um, we amount to nothing. Um, in their estimation. That, that is not the way things should be. Um, regarding whether the governor is equivalent of the colonel or whatever, no, the governor is a political leader. And under a democracy, political leaders are the commanding officers. They are the commanding officers. Yes, hmm. of, um, what do you call it, um, whoever is in uniform. Um, that's just it. So it's, it's good that the chief of army staff said the airing officer have been arrested. And I hope. And also to show that even if you're your uniformed personnel, uh, you're not above the law. And, and it's not even the first time. I, mean, I think it happened during fashion the fashion la- Exactly. Yes. Uh, exactly. I, I think uh, we should be able to stand up hmm. and, and do things like this. If we can overcome the, you know, excesses yes. of men in uniform, mm. um, we'll have gone a long way in trying to uphold some of our laws, most of our traffic laws. Yes. They are the, you know, chief or violator in chief mm. of our traffic, traffic. The, the one I don't understand is if you're wearing a camouflage, uh, maybe a trouser or a shirt that has some camouflage design on it, and this once a soldier sees you they just hey you don't buy markets they just start beating assaulting and all but that's what i don't understand and much as i i'm not in support of a non-military person putting on military attire or whatever i i'm, I'm not supportive. of it when you look at what they use such things to do mm. you know uh, i feel that kind of jungle justice is not the way forward okay um, if you do that, the military man should arrest such a person hmm. and hand him over to, to a police, police station. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's how it should be. Instead but, of. Um, but in Nigeria, do you mean you have uniform? Even a uh, guru defense. <laughs> I'm not talking about civil defense, though. Not civil defense. Guru defense. Those ones that are just voluntary will tell you they're in uniform and okay. they, they are above the law. It's a terrible thing. Okay. All right, so let's quickly look into the stories. If you just joined us, it is Freshly Pressed. On Nigeria's number one radio station, Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bill Kuta. We have our stars right here in the building. My name is Binga Oreshegun. So nice to meet you. We have a couple of stories this morning from the pages of newspapers. We have The Punch. We have uh, The Vanguard newspaper. We also have The Guardian newspaper. Pen Pushin is also here saying hello. All right, so let's quickly look at the stories. Uh, let's start from the Punch newspaper. The headlines, Humanitarian Ministry Scandals, EFCC seizes Edu 
former minister's passports. EFCC seizes Edu and former minister's passport. Another story from the Punch newspaper, Nigerians hail President Tinubu as president trims foreign trips entourage. Nigerians hail Tinubu as president trims foreign trips entourage. Okay, the Vanguard newspaper, President Tinubu deserves commendation for suspension of Beta Edu, says Atiku. I'm sure stars will be really surprised with that one. <laughs> <laughs> the Guardian newspapers has this one. Nigeria's economy to grow at 3.3% in 2024, World Bank projects. Nigeria's economy to grow at 3.3% in 2024, World Bank projects. Pempushin newspaper, group alleges certificate forgery against Governor Ayedatiwa. Group alleges certificate forgery against Governor Ayedatiwa. So soon. Yes. We're he has started his own, his own bus booth. His bus booth have started. <laughs> we get to the details right about now. All right, from the Punch newspaper. Humanitarian ministry scandals. EFCC seizes Edu and former minister's passports. Now, the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, EFCC, has seized the passports of the suspended minister of humanitarian affairs, and poverty alleviation, Dr. Betaidu and his predecessor, Sadia Umar Farouk, over the ongoing investigations into scandals in the country. Now, Edu, who arrived at the EFCC headquarters in Abuja at about 10 a.m. on Tuesday, was still being quizzed by the Commission's investigators as of the time of filing this report at 7 p.m. last night. Now, as the EFCC interrogated a suspended minister over the 44 billion naira fraud uncovered in the ministry, it was learned that the managing directors of three commercial banks were also questioned on Tuesday over the fraud. The Punch newspaper, Humanitarian Ministry Scandals, EFCC, seizes Edu and former ministers' passports. Hmm. Ustaz, good morning once again. Uh, one thing we should note is that uh, Dr. Beta Edu has not been pronounced guilty yet. Okay, and uh, investigations still ongoing. And uh, the scandal that we are contending with as a nation is not about Dr. Betaidu, nor about Halima Shehu of the NSI, NSIPA or Umar Farouk or any other rogue element, you know, for that matter. It is about a problem of systemic corruption that continues to bleed Nigeria's treasury, ironically, suffocating the vulnerable segment of the poor, segment of the country, all in the name of caring for them. Looking at the travels of Dr. Beta Edu, and uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, Before I ask you. you the second one. Um, thank you. I will take it together. This one and um, that of the interior minister... Mm. Etc. Because I think they are not related to, to save our time. Yes. Um. In, in all honesty. Okay. Um. We need to set standards. Somebody on the platform I I belong to, Biodun uh, Lagbe, said it's it's a way to go. We need to set standards, and I'm quoting him here. We need to set standards if you must build a system. Mm. Uh, much as um, some of us. You know, felt only like why should it be this be happening? But the truth of the matter, it has happened, and the, the president has shown us that this is the kind of life he wants to live. Um, in the Korean, when God was talking about the deluge, okay, Noah, um, God told us water came out from the fireplaces, bakery, etc. Hmm. No, and I'm bringing that as an allegory. A worry that we all saw like an integrity man that will fight corruption. <laughs> corruption just went on under him. Nothing <laughs> happened. Because if this has happened under PMB, we all know what have happened now. Baba will not have just bothered. Shout out tomorrow. Food dragon, food dragon. I say shout out tomorrow. <laughs> Baba was like um, um, a person pardon the Keno mm. who is deaf and dumb. Aditi Oloko. Just continue, <laughs> you know. But um, uh, when I met Inubu, that we, you know, tag like Bujebudano, Jansoke, Jansapo, that's the tag. 
is the one that is now standing up to say no. But what, but what do you make of the narrative right now on the social media we've been hearing right now about waving the gender flag? I'm coming to that. The, okay. Uh, there are a lot of issues going on. Even it is coming to ethnic thing. But uh, the truth of the matter is something has been done. That is the objective. Okay. Something has been done. And the president waited in to take a decision. Okay. And to me, it's a good one. I mean, I was on uh, a media engagement on Monday. And I, I never saw it coming. I have to be honest. What I said was, well, maybe she will live with a scratch. Mm. But when the president came down with the heavy armor, I was like, this is my main business. And now, it, it's not just that. We need, we need to look at it holistically. Um, the way and manner the president went about it, he didn't allow her to see him, blocked her, took away all her privileges, said, go and face the music. I mean, go and explain yourself. Mm. Even when what she has done is what normally happens within the system. Look, if we really want to probe this, many heads will roll. Because the standard within the civil service is to have a project accountant in inverted commas paying huge amount of money into private into, accounts. Um, call it private. These people you call private are staff of the Federal Minister of Finance. Now, wait, wait. Okay. Let's, let's educate okay. Nigerians. Okay. When they say private, 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 it's as if the money was paid into my pocket or your pocket. No. This person, the... Um, what's her name again? The, the, the woman. Halima. No. The, Omar Farouk. No, the woman whose account was used. The UBA account. Okay. I can't recall her name now. She's a staff of the ministry. And that's what normally obtains. And that's why Better could come out and said, I have not done anything wrong. She was advised. That's how they've been doing it. It's just that this attorney, Akana General, said no. Now you now come to understand how Akana Generals are able to embezzle money. This is the way they do it. I hope you are getting it. Money is paid to somebody, they call the person, the paid accountant. And the person is now asked to disburse. That's how it has been happening. It's not just peculiar to this better I do. Go down the ministry. All the MDAs. The same thing is obtainable. That's what they do. When they have a duty to allowance to pay to themselves, mm. they pay to one person who now eventually share among the others. That, that, that's the storyline. Now, wait, wait. I, I'll allow you to ask a question. <laughs> okay. But let us make people to understand the gravity of what is happening. Okay. You understand? Yes, Dr. Betaida has not been proven guilty. Mm. And from the way things went, she did it, you know, innocently. Ignorantly? Innocently. Okay, I innocently. won't say ignorantly. Okay. Innocently. Mm. They said that's how they've been doing it. There are other people to be questioned. What is the role of the PS, of the ministry? Okay. Who is the woman that the, they said that the money was to be paid in, into her account? Mm. The role of the bank, the bank MD, the or banks the bank, especially, mm. yes. And was the money actually paid by, uh, stopped by the accountant general? And is is it peculiar to this case alone? They shouldn't just stop here. They should look, you know, awesomely okay. into the entire ministry, mm. their transactions, the MDAs. Don't forget there have been suggestions mm. that the MDA should stop being a revenue collector, even the customs, Zach. The okay. head of um, internal revenue, federal inter internal revenue, said, look, he does not know why custom should be collecting revenue mm. for government. They shouldn't. They should face their duty. And that's what is happening. So when they say they are doing this revenue thing, what, this, these are the things that are happening. So that's why I said they should look, look into it. When mm. they do this, you realize that quite a number of this cankerworm will come up. Even in the state, have you forgotten? Governor, um, president said they gave state is it 5 billion how much then or they wanted to give 5 billion they give them 2 billion first mm -hmm. for palliative what became of the palliative they gave to state who collected the palliatives in the states nobody is asking this question so it's all over so if you want to sit down to do a wholesome review of this many heads will go okay now uh, Ustaz uh, 
this issue, if you remember, Dr. Beta Edu has been blowing the whistle. She blew the whistle. You know, Halima Shehu blew the whistle. Omar Farouk. And uh, apparently, for this, in this cases, for Halima Shehu and Omar Farouk, monies were actually moved. But in this case of Dr. Beta, the accountant general said no money was paid. Is she, you know, you know, taking fall for blowing the whistle? There have been no arguments. And that's why I said there has been ethnic angle to the issue. But I, I just try What to I imagine... just said, I don't want Nigerians to take their eyes off the ball. No, we're not. Don't worry. It will boomerang. Okay. What the president just did is this. If I can throw my own out just for 500 million, you with that 7 billion, you have nowhere you are going. Hmm. That's just the truth. Look, if he doesn't do this, if he has not done this... So the president is sending a message. He's sending a message. Signal. He wouldn't hmm. have had the moral ground to want to say, I want to approve the others. Because when you look at it, it's almost the same pattern. Okay. So that's why I said... You know, that's why I thought better I do will escape with a scratch. Hmm. But when the sledgehammer came, me, I'm not shocked. I mean, I was shocked rather okay. that it came. But the president is sending the signal and he has sent the signal. Uh, we are looking for what happened to Obumi Ojo. Jojo, yes, uh, you know, let's see how his case will go. When you look at it under the Nigerian statute, Bumi Tunji Ojo has violated the law. No, he said he's not a signatory to the account. Oh, forget that he one. He says no more. The MGMB. what the law says is that you shouldn't have anything to do with the company. He, he, he has he has something to do with the company. He has, he has, yeah, he has come out to deny he has a he's, he's a stakeholder. He's not a signatory. Forget whatever it is, he's a stakeholder, okay, and that the law says. It cannot be a stakeholder. When you look at this, um, the Council for fin uh, Financial uh, Regulation, or whatever, uh, Council of Nigeria, there is a law. The, he has violated part of that part of uh, the law. Let, let's wait uh, for uh, the investigation. And, to and be that's complete. the truth. Okay, that's the truth. <laughs> I don't know how the president will go about it. Yes. But you see, if the president is going to come heavily down on Bumitunji Ojo, it will be a big one. Because this is a person that has been applauded. Exactly. All that the passports. So if the president is like, mm -mm, yes, you have been applauded for this brilliant thing you have done, but for this you have violated this. He has equally sent a signal to all the other ministers, and I'm waiting to see which of them wouldn't have passed through what Tunjiojo is going through, because quite a number of them have these, uh, you know, cronies, um, companies mm. registered that they use in siphoning Nigerians' fund. So, but let's see how the president is going to go about this. All right, let, let, let's move straight to another story. Still talking about the president. And also, this matter has also been, you know, <laughs> generated reactions. The Punch newspaper has this report. Nigerians hail Dinubu as President Trim's foreign trips entourage. Now, Nigerians on Tuesday hailed President Balatinubu for slashing his entourage size for domestic and international travels by 60% in a decisive step to cut excessive travel spending. Now, the austerity measures applies to all federal ministries, departments and agencies, the office of the president, the office of the vice president and wives of the president and vice president. Now, the president's special advisor on media and publicity, Ajuri Ngilali, disclosed this to state house correspondents at the Asorak Villa in Abuja on Tuesday. The Punch newspaper, Nigerians hail Tinubu as President Trim's foreign trips entourage. Uh, the Punch newspaper has that report. Now, it seems like the president is uh, walking the talk in this regard, you know, especially, you know, the reactions that came from the, um, the COP28, the Anga and all. But one question is, <laughs> is now that the president has now taken the first step, Will state governors emulate the president by cutting down the size of their entourage when they travel to reduce recurrent expenditure? Because the president has so far visited, I think, 16 countries. Talk about he, he visited Paris, France. He did that twice. He visited London, um, Guinea-Bissau. I think he visited there twice. He visited Kenya, Benin Republic, India, Abu Dhabi, Dubai. Talk about United Arab Emirates, New York. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, Berlin, Germany, and he spent 55 days. And <coughs> another question is, you might want to see me as, oh, 
why are you asking this kind of question? But can we have a total amount spent for these trips? And how these trips have benefited Nigerians? Yes, some will say that, oh, the president was looking for foreign investments. But now that the president has done it, and I ask two questions, will the governors emulate this? And also, can we have a breakdown of how much has been spent on foreign trips in the past seven months? Yeah, before I answer your question, mm. let me do um, what I've been asked to do, review the news. Um, what the president has done mm. has come to show that he's a listing president. Mm. Because this is not the first time he's doing it, severally. In the past, too, there this comment here and there, and he, he took a decision. He appointed somebody as the chairman board of one ministry of works or whatever, and we have this uproar, and um, he removed him. That means that whatever people say, he's listening. Now that he has done this, to me, it equally shows that he's listening. And that means that people that are talking should not stop talking. Hmm. They shouldn't stop talking because the president listens. It's a good one. Now, would the state governor um, follow suit? Yes. Uh, me, I'll answer sarcastically. <laughs> The state governors <laughs> are a federating unit. Okay. They have their independence. Just that they are not aligned local government who is equally a federating unit. To breathe. To breathe. Mm. No. The way our structure, the architecture of our structure now is that the local government too is a federating unit. Sure. That's why they can dip their hands into the federation account. Mm. If they are not a federating unit, they don't have a right to do that. So, if the president is allowing them to breathe, I don't know why they should not allow the local government chairman to, to breathe since they too are federating themselves. Mm. So, that's sarcasm I'm talking about. They have their independence. You know, our they state can government, decide not to. They, they seldom listen. Mm. That's why somebody will collect two billion for a population of about maybe three, four million people and uh, we won't see the outcome. Palliatives, nothing comes out of it. That's that. Um, on what have we benefited hmm. from all the various trips? Yes. Um, some of these things are not things you can sit down and mathematically, you know, quantify um, within a time limit. Uh, it's too short to start seeing the benefit of some of these, um, you know, junketing if I can allow to use that word, that the president have done. Some of them are not even bringing monetary value. Some will just change value and change orientation, change perception of some of these countries and then you know, make them to be more disposable or, or more disposed, rather, to wanting to trade or relate with Nigeria. Mm. Some of them might like use it to assess the person of the president, his personality, what kind of person he is. What can we do with him? So those are not things that you can easily quantify. Talking about to... talking about the uh, COP28, you know, at first we heard that uh, the administration sponsored 1,114 delegates. And uh, I think the, the presidency actually came out to say that, no, the presidency only sponsored 422 delegates. And reports has it that for 422 delegates to be sponsored by the president, mathematics here, if we calculated, 2.78 billion naira was spent on airfares and estacodes. That's just for COP28. How about the other one, the other trips that they've gone for? Yeah. So that's why we said that if all of these things, let us know how could how much have been spent on these trips. I don't know. And what is the benefit tonight? We are going back the same route that we followed when we were discussing the issue of subsidy. What percentage or no percentage? I don't want us to go that. that, that, that you don't want past. us to look at the figure? No, wait. I'm not saying look at the figure. Okay. But of what importance will it serve you if you are running forward and you are looking backward? You will trip over. Okay. So what I'm saying is, you, the president, have listened that uh, I think, yes, this, this cost mm. among us. And he has taken this decision. Must we now start slapping him for the things that has that led to people criticizing him and made him take a decision we should just let that go okay let it slide yes because he has listened let bygones be bygones he, he has listened he has said mm. okay uh, yeah you guys are making a mm. point henceforth 
you won't do this. These are the things I will do. And don't forget that he can only talk of his own arm of governance. He can't yeah. speak for the governors. Yeah, he, he, he has not even spoken for uh, Senator Akwabio and his people. Uh, Ajiri Gilali said something. He said that he's not sure senators travel like that. So he didn't really talk about it, which, which I find really that's, funny. That's though. another arm of <laughs> yeah, government. I find really that, funny. Because they are three arms. Mm, true, true. So that's where you, under, you understand why I said governors are in the world of their own. It's mm. a federation unit. Okay. They also have president of their own state. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need to go on this quick break and when we're back, we'll review more stories. Don't touch that radio. This is to involve electronics day Yes, only electronics. Ili eche tala unfishike wa. Toba donate electronics. Ibu doka shosho kiki electronics niye. Ogo pa kulubade. Besire original nanta ni besa. Ena. Lawe electronic appliances. Lori shuri shi. Big television, refrigerator, freezer, radio tip. Lori shuri shi. Plasma TV. Lori shuri shi. Home theater. Pressing air condition. Generator. Washing machine. Happy billiards. Bebe lota lega don. Eh eh. Oni Electronics Office Wawane Shakon Abe Okuta Ni Greenhouse Behind New Shakon Shopping Complex Opposite General Post Office Usane Kenibori Teberi Oni Electronics Lawwe Ni Shakon Tio Mabe Ekpe Wan Telephone 0803-350-6850 Abike 0706-9173988 Oni Electronics Oni Gangan Luni Oni Luni Umage We're back on radio. It is still freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. The Vanguard newspaper is up next. President Tinubu deserves commendation for suspension of Betaidu, says Lahaje Tiku Abubakar. The presidential candidate of the People's Democratic Party, PDP, Lahaje Tiku Abubakar, has commended President Bola Tinubu on the suspension of the Minister of Humanitarian Affairs and Poverty Alleviation, Betaidu. In a statement by Special Assistant Public Communications, Frank Shaibu, on Tuesday, Atiku noted that the suspension of the minister was commendable, but not enough. You'll recall that President Tinubu on Monday directed the chairman of the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, Ola Ulukwedi, to investigate all financial transactions involving the Federal Ministry of Humanitarian Affairs and Poverty Alleviation. The Vanguard newspaper, President Tinubu deserves commendation for suspension of Dr. Betaidin, says Atiku. Who stars your thoughts here? Well... It's the most intelligent thing to do. Okay. Um, acknowledge what is good. Then uh, call attention to what you think needs to be done. Mm. Um, that's what I think he has done. He has said, look, we commend you for doing this. But we still feel that this and this thing need to be done. Although he questioned um, the president for even appointing Dr. Beta Edu in the first place. That, oh, instead he should have given it to someone. He hasn't standing to do that. Um, it's shown to appoint ministers. It's a function and business of the president. Whoever the president considers is worthy of doing that job mm. is whom he's going to choose, and he has done that. And when he feels that the person is falling below his accepted standard, okay. he has fired the person now. So we shouldn't go that way. What I think in his comment, fine, he has commended it, this is good, but can we do this more? Can we do this? Can we do this? And to me, is the way to go. So, but we should wait to see the outcome of some of this investigation. Mm. But I will repeat, if we want to go this way, then this government will have nothing to do. EFCC, they, they might need to recruit almost every Nigerian to come and start investigating. Because when it comes to corruption regarding this, well, there's plenty of... Well, anyway, join us by 10 o'clock on the platform. We're going to be tackling the menace of corruption. We're going to be looking at corruption in its entirety. We look at this issue of Dr. Betaidu and everything concerning corruption. Let's move straight to another story. The Guardian newspaper, Nigeria's economy to grow at 3.3% in 2024, World Bank projects. Now, the World Bank has projected Nigeria's economy to grow at 3.3% this year about 0.4 percentage points higher than the 2.9% it is expected to have closed last year. Now, the projection is slightly behind that of Sub-Saharan Africa, which is, also, which is to expand by 3.8% in 2024, 
but far modestly above the estimated global average of 2.3%. Now, in its global economic prospects, the World Bank remains bullish on Nigeria, with the economy expected to firm further to 3.7% next year, over 1% markup over global output growth. The Guardian newspaper Nigeria's economy to grow at 3.3% in 2024, the World Bank projects. The World Bank again. Most times, uh, some persons don't even like to hear anything the World Bank or the IMF is talking about. But according to the World Bank reports, they said that Nigeria's inflation will, in quotes, gradually ease as the effects of uh, last year's exchange rate reforms and removal of fuel subsidies fade, with the structural reforms expected to boost fiscal revenue. Who stars? Uh, Do you well, agree with the World Bank? Saying that, oh, the inflation, the inflation will gradually ease as the exchange rate reform and the removal of fuel subsidy will also fade. And the growth rates will get to 3.3% at the end of 2024. Uh, um, to be honest, I'm expecting that um, some of the actions and the reforms of this government will start yielding results. But um, it's not something we can see so easily. When it comes to you know, instituting economic reforms mm. uh, is not something that you just see happening um, instantly. It takes time for some of these things to normalize. We're talking of human beings. It's a social thing and not a machine. So when you make such reforms that are, you know, having social context or social, you know, perspectives or realities, you need to understand that as humans, it won't just suddenly start happening. So I share the view of the World Bank regarding what will eventually happen as we go ahead. Hmm. But uh, the World Bank is one institution that all world countries need to be careful when they are dealing with. You need to have a long spoon when you are eating with the energy level. Your spoon needs to be long. But um, <laughs> when it comes to economic reforms, um, normally it doesn't give instant results. Because like I said, you are making reforms on human beings. Uh, but, but all said and done, if quite a number of other programs that governments have planned to do are really you know, um, effectively implemented, we will have not had this kind of challenges that we have. I want to go back to this issue of palliative and the money for humanitarian and poverty alleviation. Mm. When you look at it, down from uh, President Mondubari to up to this moment, it has been a lot of money that have gone down the drain. If it has been well implemented by the people saddled with um, such um, duties or expectations, we wouldn't have been where we are. Okay. I just give another example. Look at the Billions of naira given to the state, you know, we all saw it. Mm. It was in the newspapers. What became of it? So, as the federal government is doing its own palliative or poverty alleviation programs, the state too are not just saying they are doing it with their own money. Federal government too is equally giving them money, you know. So we have not seen the end result. Mm. But, like I said. There is nobody they will put in the Ministry of that uh, NCPA or whatever. NSIPA. Yes, that would that would not, you know, be tempted or be challenged, because no standard template. Uh, and that's why I've advocated for team tax uh, identification yes, numbers. Let people's tax identification number be used. When you do that, you have a database. That you can access that when you access them you can equally assess okay this person is qualified mm. because of his income because the database of tax will capture everything about you both your social condition and your economic condition don't forget that there are a lot of other um, you know platforms mm. that have been integrated your BVN your NIN you know, a lot of other things are integrated. Okay. So you can easily know the status of a person, both the financial and social status of the person. 
when you do this that's why i'm advocating that we should do more of um data capturing why can't we register people's property okay why can't property be registered vis-a-vis their owners Hmm. i mean if we do this it's going to expose a lot of things but we're not following that route because um, people at the top feel that they will be affected and that's the challenge and that's why i said i i I pity Hmm. you know i empathize with um what's her name dr better i I said i i feel that she did some of these things innocently but um i've gotten the comment daily i do said no he does not feel she does it innocently but whoever is in that ministry if she's found guilty she should do the time so what if she's found guilty of course she should do the time of but course. the fact that it, it, is, it, it gets really nauseating when people now try to put the wave the gender flag, wave the no, old, it's not old, a gender um, gen- thing. So, some even said that when um, uh, Hadi Sarika did his, Hadi Sarika did not get, and now because is it because she's a woman? That's what. No, I I, I, feel, I feel people should not look at it in that regard and all get distracted. Let us look at the main issue. Yes, there's some Let, people. There, there's some people who. You know the nsipa the woman for monies was actually moved but this one money was not paid according to the accountant generally said that he didn't pay the money to the private account but it was a leaked memo but how about the ones that she blew the whistle on some persons you know let us look at, let's not let's not take our eyes off that ball but anyway i think it's fine it's a fine time for us to open the phone line let's talk to nigerians this time okay feel free to comment on any of the stories we have we've um given to you this morning okay the numbers to call Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine or zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me very well? Yeah, I can hear you. What's your name? Yeah. Where you calling from? Good morning, Ustaz. My name is Solushala Johnson. Calling from Rwanda. Let's talk. You see, um, Beta Edu also could have had a pre-knowledge of what happens there. Most of them have pre-knowledge of what is happening in their ministries. Mm. So the moment they put them there, they now go for it. Okay. That they are, yes, that's what they do. So it is very good the president now is stepping on heads. He should not step on toes, so he should step on heads mm. and make sure he puts panic in everybody. <coughs> yeah, because, yes, because if, 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 if he has no that power to take them to the firing squad, he has the power to send them to jail okay. when they are found guilty. So they should prove them very well. When it is found guilty, he should go to jail no than less than 100 years. He should remain there for 100 years. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Appreciate you. <laughs> 100 years. <laughs> Still picking up more calls. 0815 Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, yeah, good morning. morning to you. I am Rotimi from Mr. Yaku. Rotimi, let's talk. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy New Year in Aria. Yeah, compliments. I'm a friend. Yes, good morning. Well, like I said, the governor and the member of National Assembly, I think they are contributing the poverty level in Nigeria. Hmm. Not comment uh, because I when I look when I watch the television, I see what is going on in up north there. I saw what the senators are doing. I saw what House of House are doing. But down here, they are not doing it. They fold their hands. What kind of life are you living? I saw the number of. Uh, the tractors line up to give to farmers. We are not doing it there. We are crying. There is no money. There is no food. There is nothing. We depend on the not to give us tomato and give us pepper. What is our government doing? What is the member of House of Senators? What are they doing down south here? I think it is a problem. If we consider to look up to the, the, the federal government, to Tinubu, we are the same as them. The state government needs to work and they are uh, and the representative here. Hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Ustaz, looking at the shenanigans going on, you know, talk about the humanitarian ministry. Should that ministry be scrapped? No. It shouldn't be scrapped. But they should bring about 
a new modus operandi. Like I said, there is nobody who put in that ministry mm. that will not fall a victim of what is happening. Okay. There is no criteria for money distribution. They just say, go and give money to the, the lower of the lowest of Nigerians. How do you mm. choose the lowest of the lowest of Nigerians? No standard. Okay. All right, still picking up more calls. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my dear people in the house. Yeah, good morning, sir. Yes, I am a Moki from United States. Let's talk. You see, what has happened in the Ministry of Better I do, it is what is happening in every ministry that should be investigated. That is how they do their things. It has the power, their standard of operation. So, Mr. President, should please hold the bull by the horn and investigate all the federal ministries. Hmm. That is how they have been doing it. Better I do cannot claim to be innocent. She was once a commissioner. Yes. And getting there, could the money be moved without his asset? So, and usually, she should supposed to know the account the money went to. So, though we are waiting the report, but to me personally, we cannot prove to be innocent mm. because she must have given her assets to it. Then, on, uh, on trips to foreign countries, if we have visited 16 countries and we are here to see any benefit, and our analysis is saying uh, some benefits may not be seen physically or be calculated uh, mathematically. What then is the gain? This is the same countries. The end result is uh, 1,000 plus naira to the gas. This naira per, uh, per liter of petrol. Hunger is the land. Is that not uh, a negative uh, gain? Mm. So, Mr. Analyst, should please look into it. He's defending the PCB control. And we are listening to you people. We are, we are right, relying thank you. on you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless thank you. you very I'm much. Okay. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. All right, we have some messages here. Okay, no, no, don't call Facebook. Okay, I know you want to be a part of the conversation, but don't uh, don't call us on Facebook. All right, we have this message right here on Facebook. Dai says that I think there should be sanity and accountability in the disbursement of public funds. If not, this kind of corrupt practices perpetrated by the former Minister of Humanitarian Affairs, Farouk, and the current and the now suspended Betaidu will continue. God bless Nigeria. Dai all right, this next one, Ige Oladejo says that the Ministry of Humanitarian Affairs should be scrapped. <laughs> it is not serving its purpose. It's a scam. Whoever put it there will do the same. Whoever is put there will do the same. We have no data in Nigeria to give palliators. All right, Zakari Olubaya says that if Mr. President can fight corruption in a way that corruption will not have space again, Nigeria will be better. Okay, Shanae Etsunde says that uh, good morning, Bengalu Stars, on the action taken by the president and the minister. It's a good step that will stem corruption in high places. But I will want the president to look further into other ministries for money siphoned through many means. I let the youth learn from this that when you are in office, you should follow the rules of engagement. Still picking up more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Mr. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is your this is your James calling from Obada. Let's talk. Concerning a, a concerning a data I do, yes. I have to be corrected anyway. We have laid down rules and regulations. Okay. Guiding government business or businesses. Okay. As the case may be in any ministry. For better I do to have gone to the extent of audit payment into private account. I believe the statement to violation of uh, the laid uh, laid down rules and regulations. Okay. I believe it is the business of the permanent secretary who is in position to order the DFA, director of, the, of finance and administration of okay. the ministry, to pay any money. Any minister or commissioner who, who is to who is uh, approving the who is to approve the proposal okay. or guideline by okay. the career officer who is the permanent secretary. Why did the guy did not get dead by Buhari in nineteen eighty five? Because he will never sign any check. It is not for the permanent security to, 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 to sign. Okay. So what is criminal in nature? Good morning. All right, good morning. But let's wait for the investigation. Investigation is still ongoing, okay? Let's not <laughs> nail her just yet until proper investigation is completed. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, I'm Oladili. Oladili, let's talk. 
This message on um, the X platform. Uh, Shane Atende says that good morning. President Tunubu should be commended for cutting down the traveling entourage and expenses, and it should be applicable to the governors too. Dito to the National Assembly members. Okay, yes, on WhatsApp, we have this message. Uh, humanitarian Abdul Rashid says, Here we are. President Tunubu is proving something different, ruling differently to achieve different results. Uh, you may see it or not. Former Vice President Tiku Abubakar has left you where you are. Reduction in entourage and expenses in its gradual processes. I'm very sure President Tinubu will lead the country to a promised land. You may decide to stay behind. Nigeria will be great again. Humanitarian Abdul Rashid Okinla from Shakmoa Belkuta. Thank you for your message. Adi Adekunle from Araro Miobada says that the Chief of Army Staff deserves a big clap. For the step taken in arresting a soldier who insulted the governor on social media, I urge him to still fish out other two members, uh, other two persons who used soldier uniforms to also insult the governor. It is high time people are, th are taught how to use the social media legitimately. Good morning. All right, good morning. Uh, freshly pressed. I'm kind of concerned, particularly about Dr. Edu and uh, Olubumitunji Ojo, who are not only young but have tried to bring some sanity into governance i'm aware that this procedure she's been accused of as a normal thing in all government agencies including the anti-corruption agencies as i once experienced it i only hope that we are not again like we did in the power through unaji and are yet to get power right years after the president should put such light on all agencies to confirm if it is the current procedure although illegal and not just punish these individuals who are part of the few being applauded in the assignments but visible reforms all right kane diadivamba says that i am one of those who said that the guys who insulted the governor on soldier uniform are not really soldiers due to the training given to them and rules of engagement the one cut should be made to face the music let's pick up more calls Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. I'm Olusi Jadot. I'm calling from a battle over the room. Let's talk. They, they should stop this uh, to defeat for that they are paying any money to police of the poor in Nigeria. They okay. are paying to themselves. Hmm. Let them cancel this uh, ministry. They are okay. paying themselves. The money is not going to any poor person in Nigeria. Let them use that money to develop the infrastructure that everybody will be enjoying. Okay. Thank you. All right, then. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. All right, on WhatsApp, we have this one. Engineer Falabi uh, from Songo. The Ministry of Humanitarian uh, humanitarian Job Specification has no specific direction. In the area of job utility, it should be scrapped and the government direct more energy to road network to improve the economic activities of the citizens. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Jenga. The man I just tried to love and I'm trying to love him. Good morning, <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, my name is Honorable Alex Chaji. I do call you from the people's parliament in Abelkuta. Yeah, good morning. Thank you. I'm very happy to get Mr. President to try. Mm. Yeah, no more calling to say anybody. If you are not part of the family, come down from the tree. <laughs> Don't follow us. Yeah, the truth of the matter now is that Mr. President is trying to be Mr. Child and everybody. Okay. I'm so much disappointed, I must confess, but I've not really convicted. 
but I do something very innocent. Mm. But at the same time, if you use a civic opportunity that if I do is being given, they should do the best. This is the that we are going to hand over to a woman for that matter. I thought women are very, 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 you know, uh, conservative, very economical, in everything, not spending money. There was a video clip that I saw that some lady was giving, you know, give dollars, and I did see, I'll send it to you. Let's not wave the gender count. No, I mean, I mean I've left that agenda. Mm. I've left that. Yeah. Let's continue to place Mr. President. Even I think I'll make a Mr. President. Mm. Mr. Congratulations. <laughs> all right thank you very much appreciate you appreciate it all right uh, uh Messi says that they set up dr edu and she stumbled there's more to this kudos to the president on this one okay let's pick up more calls hello good morning good morning yeah good morning to you yeah all right larry let's talk my my to uh, I think I want to commend Mr. President, and this is the right time for every one of us, most mm. especially those that will never say anything good to Mr. President. <laughs> if uh, former president, if you should come out, because your sister says that uh, Lagos State, I know one of the other is how you to, and in fact, he has even wanted me to leave the station. <laughs> I'm a regular caller at your sister. The governor will never say anything good to Mr. President. So if, mm. if Mr. President does anything wrong, Let's, con let's condemn him for any wrong thing and let's appreciate him for any, 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 good, any good things that he has done. Mm -hmm. So I want him to continue with this. We need sanitization of our system in yes. Nigeria. Mm -hmm. So there should be room for any corruption. And concerning uh, the better idea, yes. yes, there must be justice at the end of the day. You know, there should not be any uh, issue of uh, the cleaning of uh, sentiment. Yeah, we need judgment. Thank you very much. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> okay, maybe let's just pick up just one more call, and uh, that will be it. Just one final call. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Jinga. Yeah, good morning to you. What's your name? Where you calling from? Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, my brother? Uh, we will continue to comment the president, but should this should not be swept under the ground, under the carpet. And Mr. Pastor, and I want to correct because I do correct people on this on, on this hour in your back over. I did your local. We have some people in that condition now. And they are deaf and dumb. Because oh, we, 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 we apologize. We apologize. We really apologize. We apologize. That actually so far that I will not love it again. We apologize. We apologize. Thank you very much. But when we use such words. We're using it just as words, not to attack any personality or anybody's condition. Uh, but whichever way, we take excuse for yeah, that. We, we apologize. apologize. All right, this one says, uh, Good morning, Binga. I am MAS from Adigbel. Stars is unnecessarily critical of state governments. The truth, however, is that the federal government is more guilty of the infractions the governors are accused of. Look, we have said this last uh, week. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. In, in spite of the humongous resources and powers at the disposal of the federal government, it has continually failed in providing basic needs like electricity, good roads and security for Nigerians. Rather than blame state governors, let us continue to advocate for restructuring and true federalism. This is the only solution to our problem as it will make states more responsible and productive. It will also reduce the waste and corruption prevalent in the federal level. Uh, the truth of the matter is, whatever and however we look at the structure now, there are certain powers that have been given to the state yes. and resources equally allocated to the state. Mm. We need to sit down and ask questions. How are they making use of those resources okay. for you to be saying that i'm critical of the state government i have to i live in the Ogun state i live in abe okuta i'm not living in nassau rock right, so whatever it is i'm expecting from governance should come from the state all right thank you thank you stars our time is fast but anyway thank you so much for coming right here thank you so much for coming on the show my name is binga or we need to go on this quick break and that will be all this is to remind all employers of labor, both public and private organizations with employees resident in Ogun State, that the statutory deadline for filing pay-as-you-earn payee annual returns is at the 1st of January. Failure to comply as and when due will attract a penalty of 500,000 Naira. Organizations are hereby expected to log on immediately to www.ogirs.ogunstate.gov.ng using their login details. New organizations are expected to register as corporate. On the 
dashboard, click on filing and returns menu, download the Excel template and upload with all relevant documents. Please note that all annual returns are expected to be filed unfailingly on or before January 31st of this new year to avoid the full wrath of the law. For inquiries, please call 080 705 80651. Happy New Year to all 